This is Reese from Bully, and you are listening to the Springsteen Song of the Week podcast. We also had the great Luke Russert as a guest a few months ago. That was Very a nice. wonderful experience. Let's just say that after a few beverages and, and fellow Bruce fanatics, we were supposed to do, I think, 15 minutes. We went about 115, so it was great. Sixing song of the week. We talk the way we want to talk. Sixing song of the week. Hey man, doesn't the big money rock? Sixing song of the week. Sixing song of the week. everybody welcome to the springsteen song of the week podcast my name is alex here in minneapolis that is seth in denver this week uh we got a big one because the night yeah is episode 118 i like here it. on patty smith song of the week can i just say something um now that we're a hundred and formerly ten thousand maniacs song of the week yeah. yes now that we're 118 episodes in i can I how it's how funny it is that you introduce me as like that is as if they can see me like that is <laughs> <laughs> yeah right because you don't exist until you speak right well may as well just be me yeah be me speaking into my yeah. iPhone and that yeah um well it's just I wish this was a TV show yeah. it should be it deserves should, to be should be well it should be a multi multimedia experience I don't know if we have the faces for for it but. But yeah, it should be. Yeah, we might. Yeah, we might have to. Um, it might be jarring. We would rely heavily it, on graphics. It might be jarring for them to have having heard our voices for <laughs> this long to see our faces and be like, like, like. I wonder if like I've seen the I've seen that... the picture, but in motion, it's just so much more. Uh... <laughs> I, I wonder if there's people that think like my voice is coming from Seth, oh. from you, and you. Yeah, your voice is coming from me. I wonder because, like, I've, you know, I've, I wonder if they assume wrong. I've like, I've done, that. I've done that. Yeah, exactly. Huh? That, yeah. That'd be great. Can you imagine if I had your voice and you had mine? <laughs> um. So, at the start of last week or the end of last week's episode, you, we were talking about how, um, well, you know, in the ranking, all the songs are grouped together. You know, like, what you can look, but you better not touch, and Human Touch are right next to each other, stuff like that. Yeah. The touches, uh-huh. the touching. Well, this makes three nights in a row. If you count the season finale of season one, Lonely Night in the Park. Then we opened season two with Open All Night. Now we have Because of the Night. They certainly didn't come out three nights in a row. Did not come out three nights in a row, no. Um, yeah. Uh, you might call it a three-night stand. A three-night stand, yeah. Maybe a three-dog night. Three-dog. No, that would be uh No. Cuz these aren't dogs. These, aren't these dogs. songs aren't dogs. These are not dogs. Are there any dog songs? And Bruce uh, and Bruce well, man's job, but that have dog in them. <laughs> uh, uh dog He says dog, I know. Um I don't know when he says dog, but um I don't think there are any dog title songs. I don't think it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what song he says, dog. Um, 
Dogs howling. Did you say dog in heat at some time? A dog's howled. Yeah, the, the East Street, dogs on East Street howl, Do yeah. <laughs> dogs on East um, I typed in Bruce Springsteen dog, it doesn't come up with anything. The first thing, Bruce Springsteen's dog recovering from surgery. So that's good. Oh, good. <laughs> oh so that's good, that, that dovetails into uh, what we were going to, our news. So, Bruce Springsteen's dog is a... <laughs> right, that's our, yeah, there are a couple of big pieces of uh, Springsteen news this week, and that is the big one, of course. Right. Is that, is that recent um, news, or? That is, uh, the 68-year-old American singer, so last year, I guess. Oh, no, it was, it was, no, he is 68 right now. This was, actually, it is recent. Oh. It's July 23rd. Today. Oh, well. <laughs> wait, I did not. Wow. <laughs> wait, it is, it's not even July 23rd yet. It's July 22nd. Um, this is news from the future. Is that what you're saying? Oh, this is on. So get this. This is on MediaMass.net, and it says update. This story seems to be false. <laughs> but why don't we read it? Why don't we read it? All right. Bruce Springsteen's adored Labrador Retriever Spiny, S-P-I-N-E-E, -E, has undergone a risky surgery on Saturday and is luckily beginning the slow process of recovering. Was it to American media was reports? It, was it on his spine? By chance, per chance, um, that would be a very uncreative name for a fake dog having <laughs> spiny. fake spine surgery. Spiny, we got a discectomy <laughs> this week. What's his name? Uh, spiny. <laughs> the 68-year-old singer is said to have received waves and waves uh, and of support for Spiny as he offered his Twitter followers an update on Pooch's status regularly. And that's what that's where it says update 723 2018. This story seems to be false. Up, is this the same guy making up the, the fake Bruce Springsteen scam? Is he also, you know, making up Spiny? Yeah. So I was, that, no, that was the deal. He texted people, I need money for Spiny's surgery. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. That's what it was. And well, you can pay me in iTunes gift cards if that's what you have available. Yeah. The hospital accepts that. Yeah. What's that, uh, what's the, what's the, what's that dog's name? What, you know, the one with the spine, Spiny or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Spi old Spiny. Well, Good old Spiny. I'm sure there is a dog out there named Spiny, and I'm glad that it's doing well. Do you think that? Is and that... I'm sure Bruce Springsteen has dogs, and they're healthy and happy. Do you know any of their names? No. No, I thought maybe. I'm. We should know that. We We're should. The... We should. We should. I feel a little. Springsteen bit. song of the week. Look, we've been. We just. We're not stalkerish enough. We should be more stalkerish. Yeah, well, we've been. I'm just. We're just getting back into. Uh, into. We're, yeah. We're not. Well, like. We're not. We're still in. We're still a little bit. We're still playing ourselves into shape a little bit. We're still kind of in uh, off season. Right. I'm still in Springsteen off season it, mode a little in, bit. When we're in uh, like mid season form, yeah. we've got um, desktop pictures of Spiny <laughs> as our desktop background. Um, so there are a couple of real pieces of Bruce news. Uh, the first is that, uh, well, the Broadway show is coming to Netflix December 15th, which is exciting. The day after it ends, December 14th is the last show. Um, nice. That's when I graduate. So. Boom. Graduate. Oh, is it? December next 14th? day, Bruce on Netflix. Yeah. That's sweet. Nice. Nice. Um. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. Um, 
and he apparently he had he had a couple special performances. Maybe it was this week or last week, where it was just just friends and family were invited. Just, like the people who were two people in front of me at in the balcony. Oh. I'm sure they were invited. Mm-hmm. The ones that Patty waved to. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they got the invite. Nice. Um, see so yeah, that that'll that'll be awesome. Um, and I, I really hope there's like a an album or CD release too. You know, I hope they yeah, or at least digitally. I'm sure, which I'm sure they will. It feels like a perfect like Christmas oh, release yeah. for Bruce, right? You know, stocking stuffer. Yeah, he, he's only he's only made he's only made an ass load of money on this thing. Why why stop there? <laughs> right. Huh. Um. So and then also, um, speaking of um. Uh, getting back into 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 shape for the season. Uh, just just this week, a few nights ago, during Billy Joel's hundredth uh, Madison Square Garden show. Yeah. Uh, who comes out? But Bruce, Bruce. and does Tenth Avenue Freeze on Born to Run. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And and as soon as he's like he's like introducing, he's like Grammy. This guy's a Grammy Award winner. Then everybody's like Bruce. Yeah. Man, how awesome would that be? Great. This is like. Um... Who would have been like, because <laughs> there's so many Grammy Award winners. I'm trying to think, it's like, <laughs> Grammy, I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to um, call on my time at the Grammy Museum to think like. Right. This guy. Taylor Swift, there's Gra- a Grammy winner. Right. Grammy Award, this guy, <laughs> Grammy Award winner. Tupac. Yeah. Uh, give it up for Christopher Cross, everybody. Christopher Cross. <laughs> Let's hear it for Curtis Jackson, 50 Cent. <laughs> yeah, 50 Cent probably won. A, I mean, he won. He surely won Grammys if he has that whole exhibit. Oh, if he's if he's yes. the 2000s at the Grammy Museum. If the 2000s are seen through the prism of Curtis Jackson, <laughs> yeah. he certainly won one. Yeah, he's probably got like a lifetime achievement award from the Grammys by now. <laughs> you, they like find a way every year to work Fifty Cent in. You yeah, know? <laughs> right. <laughs> they it's find like, a reason for him to come back. They try to they they get like all these different like collaborations. The new artists they try to get <laughs> get them to collab do collaborations with Fifty Cent and on stage. There is a there is a Fifty Cent tribute album curated by the Grammys. Right, it was all put together. It was organized by yeah. The, uh. <laughs> Yeah, what the twenty? Wait, when was when was Fifty Cent's first album? Like two thousand one or something? Two thousand three. Oh, two thousand three was uh, within the club. I'm not sure what that was called. Get Rich or Die Trying, right? That's the no. That's his movie. That's the name of the movie. That's his movie. Yeah. But I think it was. Was that not the name of the album too? I think no. it was the name of the album. No, don't think so. Uh, yes, that is the album. It's his that's first his album debut. with within the club. And then he also, yeah, then he had the soundtrack to Get Rich or Die, Die Try. So, yeah, so the 15th, the 15th anniversary of... Uh, right. So he has, he has an album called Get Rich or Die Trying, a movie called Get Rich mm-hmm. or Die Trying, and then another album that's the soundtrack to the movie Get Rich the or soundtrack. Die... The soundtrack. And these are all distinct. <laughs> yeah. These are all distinct things. They are, yes. <laughs> So yeah, for the 15th anniversary, it was a big deal at the Grammys this year, I know. Yeah, yeah, the Grammy. 15, 15 years of Get Rich or Die Trying. <laughs> um. Can I say that um, the... Uh, so, I, 
you know, I love the whole phenomenon of album tours of bands going back and doing their old albums, you know, like The River or whatever. Yeah. But um, I'm feeling like it's getting a little too out of hand when bands do, like, the 10th anniversary or the even the 15th. 10th, I can see. 15th is, like, too weird a number. It's not, like, 25 where it's, like, momentous. 15 is kind of... That's not a big enough reason. Like, Interpol, I would have loved to see this tour, but it, they did, like, two shows in the U.S. that they did Turn on the Bright Lights, the 15th anniversary uh, tour last year. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, but 15 feels too weird. It's like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Or does 15 seem okay to you? Uh, it's like we're around and we want to do it and we're at 15. But then, why, at that point, why, why do you have to say, like, why, why just say we're doing it? I don't know. Why not? Just 15 is too weird a number. Although Bruce, it was 36 years after. So, like, they, he didn't even give a number, you know? Right. It's like he said, the 36, 36 years of the river. Right. Yeah, you don't... You didn't. At that point, just... I, I, it was a weird number. Um, well, Bruce has... Um, Bruce has always... Um, Bruce has always been a strong advocate for uh, the base nine number system. So, in that case, 36 is a, <laughs> is a, is a round number. <laughs> has he really? What, what do you mean? No, I'm just joking. Oh. Because <laughs> it's really, yeah, it's really 40. I was trying to think song titles, it's, like it's four, 27 channels and nothing on. Was that the name of that song? Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. Was it, it, so it, was, it was 45 shots? Yeah, right, 45 shots. <laughs> exactly. See, the Bruce, Bruce 36 is the 40th anniversary. Right? <laughs> um, so. Um, but anyway, uh... Yeah, so he came on with Billy Joel, did Ten Thousand Freeze Out and Born to Run. Those were great. Right, and watched on YouTube. Reunited with right Crystal. How could I? How could I not? Crystal Talia Farrow. Um, I blew the lead there. Yeah, yeah. Reuniting him with Crystal Talia Farrow, who you know part of the, the start, uh, the other band, and is now in. Uh, it, it, uh co-star, co-star of MTV Plugged. Oh yeah, um, I'd say Bruce. Bruce, Talia Farrow, and Fontaine get equal billing. Fontaine and, and uh, oh, well, don't forget uh, Bobby King. Oh, Bobby King, yeah. Yeah, that was a, yeah, big, it was like a almost an Ocean's 8 kind of thing. It was, it was, it was, yes, ensemble cast, for sure. They, right. They had to do two lines on the on the poster, you know. <laughs> yeah. They didn't all fit on the yeah. one line. Um, But I, my favorite part, I loved when, uh, well, you kept you kept dissing Billy Joel. You're like these songs are so much better than any song Billy Joel could have possibly played. Right, <laughs> they are. And then, although I, I, I was thinking, I, yeah, you know, he's got a. I don't, I don't, yeah, whatever. Billy Joel. I would see Billy Joel. I've never gotten into him. Would um, would see. My favorite thing, but for the right price. Would see, yeah, yeah. Um, I one thing I love about Billy Joel. Well, Tony Kreiser, um when he had his radio show, now he has a podcast and he doesn't do it. But they would always. Whenever they would sign off for the summer, because it would take a few months off, they would play um, shit. What's it? Famous Last Words by Billy Joel, which is on his last album, River of Dreams, and um, or is it The River of Dreams? It, the song is either The River of Dreams and the album is River of Dreams, or it's the other way around, which annoys me. Because why wouldn't you call? Why wouldn't you keep it consistent? Have an actual title track rather than adding the the. It's weird to me. But that's a great album cover. I've never listened to it, but it's a great album cover, River of Dreams. Um, <laughs> but uh, my favorite part of that show—I've never even heard or, of it. That stage setup—I don't even—I've never even heard of that. Really? It's his last one. Oh, it was ninety-three. 
Yeah. He hasn't. Yeah, he has come out with nothing. He's just been. He's just been. Well, he he's done some classical stuff. That's like his last pop rock album. He's done like I know he does. He has other. Kind the of album is "River of Dreams." The song is "The River." The song of is the. Why wouldn't you keep it consistent? What the fuck? There's some other instances of that that annoy me. What I forget. What and there's a. There's a, there, there's a box set called A Voyage on the River of Dreams. <laughs> yeah, he's just trying to confuse everybody. Um, yeah, yeah, I do. That's a nice it's one. It's pretty psychedelic. So, um, if I were to get into Billy Joel, I think that'd be the album I'd start with. Because <laughs> that is a really good song, uh, Famous Last Words. Uh, what, o- um, what other song is that? Is what? Who else has a song called Famous Last Words? Famous Last Words? Uh, it's a, I don't know. Is it, it's a mall rock band. Is it... Famous Last Words. Is it My Chemical Romance? Is that a... Fa- Maybe. That, 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 I think that is true. I think that is a My Chemical Romance song. Yeah. I think I've seen that title. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, my favorite part of that show is when Bruce, uh, he, he hops up on the piano. Well, the first time, he, can't, <laughs> he doesn't quite get up there. <laughs> He's still playing into season shape, right? He's he was, you know, he's, spring training. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a, yeah. He kind of. It is spring training. He kind of looked the first time he get he tries to jump on. Kind of reminded me of um, my childhood dog, not Spiny, but uh, Spanky. Not Spiny. Yeah, and <laughs> Spiny. Spanky. He and Spanky had like short legs, and when he got older, he was like he had short legs, but he was like a biggish body and big head. Huh? Yeah. And he used to jump on my bed, but, like, when he got older, sometimes he couldn't quite, like, he, a couple times he, he could come up short and then just kind of fall back. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then, then the second time he hops up, then he's just sitting there, and then he's like, do the thing where it spins around. Because <laughs> then immediately it starts spinning. I love that. It's like a little kid. <laughs> and then it's just spinning and Bruce is sitting on top of it. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I thought those were great, and uh, Billy Joel's band was really good behind him. Yeah, yeah. And he got. Well, he yeah, had I the, mean, you got you got Tell you Pharaoh. I mean, you're gonna sound like a faithful. Right, that's true. Springsteen backing band. And they, like I said, they should have busted out a, they should have busted out like Better Days or Lucky Town or something, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I wonder if Bruce knew that Tell you Pharaoh was in the band. <laughs> I would. <laughs> he gets there, he's like, what? I hope. Hey! I would hope. Tally. Yeah. They rehearsed <laughs> and stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good because Billy Joel's band has like a full horn section. Right. Yeah. So you got the horn, the Tenth Avenue freeze out, trumpet part, and everything. And and Billy Joel got a couple verses. Yeah. One on each song. Billy Joel's which, voice which is, is still still sounds good. Oh yeah. Um. Sounds like you're coming around on Billy Joel. No, I'm not coming around. <laughs> His voice is fine. Not coming around? No. Yeah. Um. I've always been kind of, yeah, well, I would like to listen to River of Dreams because that album cover, and I do like that song. I've always been kind of, like, I've, I've tried to get into them, or, you know, I've always, or, and I've wondered, like, what, what is, what do people go crazy about here, you know? Because like, there's a lot of overlap between Springsteen and Billy Joel fans. Uh, to the age. Um, obviously, because they went crazy for, yeah. to that we freeze out and born to run, but. Um, yeah, I've never, never quite gotten Billy Joel. Maybe it's just a age thing, you know? Yeah. 
generational thing. Um, um, no, it's not a generational thing. No, I listen. There are young fans, but I, I listen to plenty of music from me with Billy Joel. Right, same here, but with Billy Joel, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's just whatever. Yeah. Um, he's okay. The, so, the strangers, the strangers, all right. Solid. I don't think I know the stranger. Maybe I'd know it if I heard it. Um, the, uh, his that's like his best album. Oh okay. Oh, it's it's an album. Okay. Yeah. It's got a. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So uh, so I got a little story. I figured we should open with some Springsteen stuff, but uh, whenever I have a near-death occurrence, I think uh, I think it merits mention on the show. So I was um, driving down to Sioux City, Iowa. One of my favorite Seth jokes about me is that, like, what one time, remember you were like, "What are, like, you were?" I said I was going to a show out of town or something. What you're like? What are you going to Iowa City for a Mark Hoppus solo set or something <laughs> like that? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It, which this reminded me of. It was like because I was going to Sioux City. I think it was like you're like, oh, I can't. You know, something like oh, I can't. I got yeah, plans. Yeah. And I, you know, I was like, yeah. What are you driving <laughs> to Duluth or something? Yeah, for, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh uh, yeah, but it's funny because it's true. <laughs> That's the the best. Um, the best humor always has a great has grains of truth in it. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so I was going to which it was I was it was close to Iowa City for a Mark Hoppus solo set. It was Sioux City for Incubus. Okay. Well. Um, uh, at least so it was a four and a half hour drive. I'm I, you know I, Incubus was my first favorite band and I'm I'm still I'm still a fan of everything. Uh, all the you know the recent stuff the most recent album was not good. Sorry, you didn't go uh, to. But I still didn't. I didn't you didn't go to uh, you didn't go to uh, Sioux Sioux City or Sioux Falls. Sioux City. You didn't go to Sioux. They're close, but you didn't go to Sioux City for a Brandon Boyd solo set. <laughs> I did not know. No. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you know, I still I still love to listen to Old Incubus. But uh, uh, so I I was driving down, and actually the first show I was going to see was in near Eau Claire, Wisconsin, so it's a couple hours away, but terrible weather, and it was at this t terrible looking, uh, like, new metal festival, which I did not want to go to, but it was also only two hours away, you know, so I figured, you know, it'd be a lot less driving than going to Sioux City, um, but it t just huge rainstorm, I decided not to go, because um, they weren't going to go until 11 p.m., just torrential rain, um, but, uh, so I instead, a couple days later, went down to Sioux City. So I'm driving down. I'm near the Iowa border, near this town called Worthington. And I'm in the right lane. I'm on the highway. I just got out of the city. I'm on the highway, going 55. I'm in the right lane. Yep. And there's this. Sounds like you. Sounds like me. <laughs> um, and uh, although it's lucky I wasn't going any faster because... Listen no, if you uh, were going, if you would just get out of the right lane, if did someone almost merge into you? Listen. All right. So there's this country road that I'm passing. You know the little country roads that off the side of the highway. Okay. Um, so passing it, and I'm in the right lane. This this uh, white minivan's in the left lane, and all of a sudden they start to slow down, and pretty suddenly 
they start to turn. They want to turn left. They want to turn right from the left lane onto this country road. But here I am. They don't see me. And so they turn right into me. I, ne I, I thought I had avoided them. But then they crash into me. They plow into me. Uh, hit the back driver's side door. Cave it in. It didn't work anymore. And it tore off the bumper and part of the trunk. Jesus. The trunk was ripped open. I know. I did a 720. <laughs> You kept track? Yes. <laughs> well, I know I spun twice. Okay, and you were um, facing and, and it, ended up facing the same way. Uh, yes. Um, and so I you came, should be. came to rest on the side of the highway with a blown out tire. Well, the X Games are there right now, so you should you should uh, enter. I was holding the back of my skateboard, so I think I got <laughs> right. a lot of points for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven twenty. Uh, what? A wheelie. No, not a wheelie. Ollie. A uh, kick clip. Ollie. This is an Ollie, yeah. I did a kick flip, too. Yeah, you did a kick flip. Nice. Um, <laughs> it's a good trick. But, yeah, so my tire's blown out and everything. And, um, and you know, the doors caved in. It, I think just if they had turned just a little sooner, I would have died. I would have been dead. Right, because they, they would hit the if they would have hit your drive, hit, like, yeah. hit you instead of the back of your yeah. car, like the front of your car. Yeah, right. Um, Why would you? How, so, so how fast were they going? I'm trying. They were just going a little. They were a little ahead of me. Maybe the same. Maybe they were going 55 too. But they were trying to make a right turn going 55 from the left lane. What the fuck? <laughs> so did you talk to these? What are you doing, idiots? Just barely. So um, I came to rest. So I came to rest like 200 feet from the incident, from the point of impact where my bumper was. My bumper is 200 feet away from me. Um, it had flown off. So and, were you hurt? Uh, no. Um, Amazingly. Um, wow. But, uh, yeah, so I, I remember I, I walked up. I got, I got out of my car, slammed the door, and I just did one of these, like a coach who's, like, livid with one of his players yeah. like this. Yeah. I, uh, what are you doing? You know, yeah. with my arms out? I do that to people, yeah. I'm sure, you, I'm sure it's a Seth move. Yeah, in, uh, right. In youth, in youth basketball. No, in, in, in life, I do it to Oh, just in life. I do it to drivers sometimes. Like, oh, I, I have seen you do that, right? Maybe that's where I got it from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I got to them and and, uh, and they're like, "You all right?" And I was like, "Yeah." Should I call the police? Um, yes. Yeah. And then a, then a witness showed up. He had seen the whole thing, so that was good. He stayed back. And man, if I would have, man, I, I would have had like, did you have like a bunch of adrenaline going? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Man, if I had, if I was, man, I would have, I would have ran down there and ripped them a fucking new one if I was all bumped up on adrenaline. <laughs> I know you would have. Oh my god. Yeah, I can only imagine what you would have been like had you been in the car or driving. When did this happen? How, how am I just not hearing about this? Like what time? Yeah. Um, it was like, it was 6.15 p.m. What day was this? This was last Saturday, eight days ago. Damn. And the concert... It's due to start at seven thirty. No, eight. Oh, did you so, did you make the concert? <laughs> I tried my damnedest. Um, uh, so, yeah. So the, you know. So your car. Um, the cops come. Is your car totaled? Yeah, yeah. So uh, um, I'm sorry. I, I feel the, like uh, I should be. I feel like I have so many questions, but like I'm just hearing about right, right, this right. for the first time, and I don't know. Um, 
So it is, uh, sir, I will take questions at the end of the press conference. Right. So, like, uh, yeah, I know this is on the podcast, but I'm also just. In- yeah. Right. Just. Yeah. All right. So, um, so yeah, the show started at 8 p.m. 6:15, and uh, so immediately, actually, I call Lizzie, and then you know, wait, we wait for the cops and the tow truck eventually to come, and you know, they're talking to the witness and everybody, and they came over to me sometimes too, uh, but all the while I'm trying to the concert. Uh, there's no rental cars in this town, Worthington. It's like 10,000 people or something. You know, I looked up on Turo, the Airbnb car thing, and nothing like that. You should have... Basically, the closest rental car is like 50 miles away. What about your... Uh, what about the cause of your accident? How was their car? Well, I mean, that was that was, that was was obvious. It was their fault. Yeah. So... Yeah, and they, they had told the witness and everything. And I'm sure they told the cops the same, because it was determined to be their fault. Um... But, uh, yeah, so... Did you talk to the cops? Eventually, the tow truck comes. Did you make a yeah, statement yeah. and everything? Oh, yeah, I talked to him and everything, yeah. All right. I did my due diligence. I tried to figure out how to get to the concert first, then talk to the cops. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, um, make sure. So I talked to the, um, I, you know, I, I was talking to the cops about, like, is there any way to get for me to get to this concert? You know, you live here, you would know. Um, and basically now there's no rental cars and no, you know, you're not going to get this car fixed <laughs> if it was even fixable, you're not going to get it fixed. Um, you're not going to get your tire. Yeah. How are you going to get, um, how'd you get it? Cause it was probably drivable. It was probably drivable if the, if the, like the scrap metal hadn't come down on the tire and blown it out and like you could get the metal out. It may have been drivable. But, um, so the tow truck gets there and he said, well, I can bring you to Sioux city $3 a mile, <laughs> a dollar every three miles, $3 a mile. So it would be like $400. And I thought, well, this isn't my fault. Yeah. If the accident hey, hadn't happened. Hey, asshole, give me $400. Right. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I, accept, I accept PayPal. <laughs> hey, asshole, it's your lucky day. You're going you're, you're gonna to get out of this without a lawsuit. You're just going to pay for my ride to Sioux City. <laughs> you're going to pay for my ride. <laughs> I'll worry about the car. Well, insurance uh, will worry about insurance figured, will, well, His insurance will get the car. Right. He won't get sued for being a fucking actually, moron. I know. It was actually a lady um, and her husband was in the, or boyfriend or whatever was in the front seat and um, and two kids in the back. Oh, was that, uh, this so was a family? Was maybe, this was a family was driving a family, like yeah. a nutcase? I know. I, my theory was like they were out on the, you know, it's a, it's a Saturday afternoon. They're out on the road um, and she is trying to give them driving lessons, you know, like, Okay, kids, here's what you don't want to do. <laughs> now, did we learn anything today, kids? You do not turn right from the left lane so, on a highway. Without slowing down, right? Is, or did Not only do you not merge without looking and turning or in, uh, and signaling, you don't turn. I'm, so, you don't make I'm not having trouble. Turn. I'm just having trouble, like, picturing this whole thing. Like, they're going, like, so they're going, like, 60 miles an hour? Yeah. yeah. And they just go like that? Just yeah, yes. Like from the left. It, like if they miss you, they're gonna roll over their car. <laughs> gonna... What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> yeah. They're gonna, they... Um. So I think they get. I think they they that country road they needed to make it. That like that's what they're trying to get to, and they realize they're about to miss it. That's the only. That must be it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you go. You just get off you at the, the next, next one. one. It's like a mile away, probably, and then. There is. Go in the front. I mean, I've, I, you know, I, I've seen people. 
there's one thing like cutting like oh I can still make it but there's there's an yeah. obvious point of no return when especially when you're not in the further so it, lane was it was it was turn. it like a, a intersection like a 90 degree right turn no this is just a highway oh so they were just trying to get off the highway Yes. Okay, so onto this country road. I'm thinking like they're trying to make like a right-hand turn. Like a No, it is a right-hand turn. It's a right. It's a 90-degree turn. It is. It's just like one of these country roads off the side of the highway. It's not like an exit. Oh, so it is a it's, 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 it's just, a 90-degree right turn. 90-degree turn. Oh yep. my god. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They're lucky they hit you. Um I know. They would have been flipped in the ditch. I know. Um I saved their lives. Fucking morons. So, um, yeah, so, anyway, the t and I, I, the tow truck comes and tells me, you know, how much it would be, $400, basically. And I'm like, well, maybe the insurance would cover it, but I'm kind of fucked if not. I don't feel like paying $400 to get to this show, you know. Yeah. Um, I was thinking it was about, about a $100 day. How'd you get, you know? how'd you get home? So, um, I just told the tow truck, uh, yeah, just, just, you can just take me into town. They and they took the um, they dropped the car off at the tow yard and then dropped me he dropped me off at a, at a kind of a bar restaurant and I just had a couple drinks and as I waited for Lizzie to drive three hours one way to pick me up then we had to drive back three hours oh she and this is in we're three this is in Worthington Worthington I'm three hours away from oh yeah. Lizzie wow what a champ I know well. I know I know and so actually my last. While I was in the tow truck, my last ditch effort was I called the witness had given me his name and his number, and he he was like, "Man, my other car is in the shop, or else I'd let you use it." Super nice guy. Oh, his, yeah. Him and his wife stopped, and then I called him and I'm like, "Hey, um, this is my last ditch effort. Feel free to say no. I'll pay you to drive me to Sioux City." <laughs> yeah. Um, how far? Because um, he'd been so nice. So I figured. How, it was how many hours? It's is... like ninety minutes away. Okay, and so it's like a so it's like a four and a half hour. You're making a four and a half hour drive from. Your home, yeah, yeah. Dang. Well, good thing. Uh, good thing Lizzie didn't go. With, not that she, not she ever would have, but good thing she didn't go with <laughs> you. I know. Yeah. So uh, then. Um, that you would have had to get that. Yeah, he said he couldn't. He couldn't do it that night. You would have had to get the hammer yeah, to give you felt, a ride or something. Right. I know. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, Lizzie drove the other car down, and um, it was like a you know a ten hour day for <laughs> for nothing. Um, and, uh, so Sue these people. I, uh, you know, I talked to the insurance on maybe I forget what day, but anyway, uh, they had progressive as well. I had progressive and, um, they ended up covering the car. They, th so the, they, I figured they like give you the Kelly blue book value or something, you know, or what you could have sold it for yeah. if you're just selling it to somebody on Craigslist or whatever. So I figured I'd get like a thousand dollars, you know, two thousand one Camry. It's not right. You know, with two almost two hundred thousand miles on it. Well, their insurance, um, yeah, it was their insurance that paid the right, but, right. But the way they do it, yeah, yeah, the way they do it is they figure out what similar vehicles have sold for at um, at dealership. They give you the dealership. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then factor in the condition. So I got twenty four hundred plus the concert ticket plus um, thirty dollars for gas. For the one way, because they said I would have to drive back anyway, so they said thirty dollars of gas. All right. So, so, so the cars totaled. Um, Twenty-four. Uh, but then it. Twenty-four hundred. Yeah, which I was surprised. By. I was, I was fine with that. Um, 
and then the uh, then the next day we were at the Schultz's and uh, Lizzie's brother-in-law told me um, he was going to Honolulu for business and I should see if I sh if I could get a flight and if if there are any cheap flights and I could stay at his 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 hotel for free his company because his company was paying for it yeah and I found a flight for five hundred dollars so I went to Honolulu oh how long were you in yeah. Honolulu <laughs> I mean uh, three days this makes sense why we didn't I just got back today. Makes sense why we didn't record last week, obviously, but Oh, that was just my that was just um work kinda of got in the way of me posting the episode until last Monday. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I mean I guess I shouldn't have said that because the, the listeners don't know that <laughs> they don't know that. We've we've it's been actually been two weeks since we But we had until we had as long because actually you have until that first episode comes out before Right, right, right. It's like recording your first album. You have your whole life to write your first album. Yeah. Then you have then you yeah, do one every to week. Write your second, or whatever. Um, um, so I can I can now confirm the weirdness of the Honolulu nightlife, right? Like you talked yeah. about with did the, you, the strip club. Did you did you find the strip club? Did not find. Did not attend a strip club. But a karaoke bar and a club that we tried to go in two nights ago, the last night we were was there. Was this like, a, and, like in the Waikiki? Was it like in the Waikiki area? We, we stayed on Waikiki. It was, the club was near there. The karaoke bar was kind of like downtown, you know. Okay. West of that. Um, right. But, uh, um, yeah, every, all the staff were assholes. And oh, really? Weird environment. Oh. Yeah, at both places. Um, but yeah, just this, this, it's I weird. I don't get it. But just the nightlife was weird. Everything else was beautiful. It was right. It was yeah. You know, it's an incredible city. Um, I loved it. And I know you, you told me a long time ago about Casey Musgraves. Yeah. Right. You're into Casey Musgraves. I, 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 I haven't like really dived into her, but yeah, I, I kind of, uh, I like what I've heard. The past week or so, I just dove right in. Oh my God. I'm obsessed with Casey Musgraves now. Yeah. Um, good. Have you heard her new album? No. Good. Oh, oh, it's a classic. It's my second favorite album of the year, behind Arctic Monkeys. Okay. Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. All right. That's that's number one right now. Number two is Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. I love her so much. But she played a Honolulu on Friday. Oh, nice. We so her. you went and saw her. Oh. How was she? Yeah. Oh, incredible. Oh. She's got a great voice. Now we were talking about we were talking about like Kim Deal. Oh Kim yeah, 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 yeah. Musgraves eighteen. Musgraves eighteen is pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Coming in strong. We should. Should we give? Should we? Should we explain that or just let it go? I think let it go. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, definitely check that album out. It's just it's um you know the first two albums are like very countryish um and this the new one just kind of has that but it's it's more it's a lot more toned down just like oh just like classic pop songwriting so, yeah. It's not. Well, still it's not like super poppy, though, is it? Or no, no, it's not like Taylor Swift or something. But it's like it's just like it's like like it reminds me of like a Stevie Nicks record or something, you know, something like that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So, Hawaii, Hawaii was awesome. Nice. Um. So you know, you know, a near death experience. I was pretty pissed. I couldn't see Incubus, but it all ended well. You had a, yeah. Um, let's let's tie this to Bruce. What Bruce song was is that is that most? I was thinking the losing kind. You 
but you didn't quite wrap it around a... Yeah, right. It, it was. Um, it, it is sort of a Bruce Springsteen thing. I don't know, get a big wreck on the highway. It's a wreck, a on, wreck the on the highway, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um... Um, so have have you have you been around Honolulu and like Oahu? I know you've been to Molokai. I, I know you've been to Honolulu, but have you been like around Oahu? Not really. I just spent those. I spent those couple days on, on Oahu on, at Honolulu. I've never been to any of the other islands. I haven't been to Maui or, uh, yeah, Kauai or the Big Island or anything. I'd like to. I've just been to Molokai. I Molokai and Oahu, the two, Mol- the two. That's that's a rare. The two ends, the two opposite ends of the Hawaii spectrum. <laughs> right. All um, we uh, we took a hike yesterday, and we could see Molokai off in the distance. It was pretty cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I went to Pearl Harbor and everything. Nice. So cool experience. Um. So um. Because of night. Yeah, because of night. A great yeah, great song we got. Great song. Um, uh, another one of our third night in a row, and I wonder if Bruce only gave this away because he had too many nights. Yeah, he's like, All right. I'm, and he's like, Patty, you gotta you gotta help me out with this one. I can't. I'm knighted. Can't do this. Knighted one. out. I'm knighted. Because by that point he had spirit in the night, night something in the night. Yeah. Um, Is that it? Maybe only three nights? Night? Did you say night? Well, he was wor- I said night. Uh, he was working a drive all night because that was written during the darkness. It existed. Yeah. Uh, lonely night in the park? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Prove it all night? Did you say so, that? Prove it all night, right? Prove it all night. Yeah. So he's just, he's yeah, he's knighted. Um, and because the, there's actually a lot of different because the night what? I feel like because the night and I feel like the reason he didn't want it is because it's kind it it feels like it's like almost like kind of a sister song or you know uh, a starter backup situation with prove it all night. Mmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It does have kind of the same kind of tone. And it's, yeah. It's Just about the night. Yeah. Like thematically and everything too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thematically. Yeah. Take advantage of the night. Take the night by the horns. Um, there's a there's a few different kind of uh, uh, stories about how, like, about how Patty Smith got involved. Do you want to hear him? Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, I remember the one, and then there was. Well, you watched, you got that far in the. Um, the Jimmy Iovine documentary, right? Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, where they talked about this. This There's a whole part of that documentary about this song. Yeah, Because of Night. That's a big part of one of those episodes, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's Iovine's story, basically. Yeah. Um, but Bruce Smith and uh, Iovine all did that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Let's, let's get... Interpretations. Let's get the other, so, the other um, two. And there's actually a fourth one that I discovered in another book. This is from... Uh, the ties that bind Bruce Springsteen A to E to Z. Um, let's see. So, uh, Iavine told a reporter that Springsteen knew Easter, the album uh, that she was recording, was my first real break as a producer. One night while lounging around the Hotel Navarro in New York, I told Bruce I desperately wanted a hit with Patty, that she deserved one. He agreed, as he had no immediate plans to put Because of the Night on an album. I said, why not give it to Patty? Bruce replied, if she can do it, she can have it. Um, 
Then Springsteen told a Philadelphia disc jockey that he actually offered Smith another song, but Iovine played her Because of the Night, and she said she liked it. I said, I don't have all the words done or anything, and she said, oh, and she wrote the words, and that's pretty much how it went down. For public consumption, however, Iovine recalled that Smith embellished the tale. <laughs> Patty being Patty, you know, Patty's Patty. Yeah. Patty's always going to be Patty. Patty, Patty. Patty's always been Patty. Patty being Patty, she said that Bruce pestered her to record it, but that's not how it was. You gotta take this one off my hands. I have too many nights. <laughs> Come on, Patty. Uh, <laughs> that sounds. Um, I, I I think uh, Patty's story sounds uh, the who, most. Who do you believe? The most. The most likely. Just Bruce I'm, is a real pest. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, I'm once he gets his mindset to something. I'm swimming in nights here. I just I gotta get. <laughs> you gotta take one off my hands. I'm drowning. <laughs> now, uh, Lenny K. The guitarist for the Patti Smith group has a different interpretation. Ooh. Um, that's actually my favorite, because it involves spite and revenge. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think it was very. I, I know you know. I didn't think it was. Yeah. I didn't. I did not think it was a salacious story. I thought it was a pretty straightforward. I've always heard it, you know, as a very simple, you know, yeah. generous tale. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But no, nah, not according to Lenny K. Oh yeah. Um, so they're talking. The, the, this is from uh, E Street Shuffle, the glory days of. And uh, this is just talking about the recording of Darkness on the Edge of Town. And it says, Actually, there was a terrific sounding record being made just across the hall at the record plant. The album was called Easter, and its producer was on an extended sabbatical from an engineering the E Street Band's latest opus. Uh, Lenny Kay, guitarist on those sessions, believes that by the time the Patti Smith group were building an album around Because of the Night, Jimmy Iovine wasn't working on Darkness, Darkness that much. He was more in our world. In reality, Iovine had grown increasingly frustrated by the engineering job, perhaps because, as Landau subsequently stated, engineers take a great deal of pride in what they do, technically. But Bruce requires an ability to adjust. It can't be done, never gets said. The only rule. The final straw came when it became going to be doing the mix on Bruce's record. So he gave Patty the mix he would have given Springsteen, bequeathing her the most AOR-friendly studio sound she ever had. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah. Well, they did just get back at Bruce and Landau. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense because the he's like the studio mix. You don't think I can make a fucking hit? I'm gonna make a fucking hit. Yeah. Well, it would make sense because the the we'll get to this. The studio, the production on the only studio Bruce one that I think the only one that ever did make it outright. The promise. Yeah. 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 It's. It's so it's so much weaker. <laughs> right. It it doesn't have it doesn't have the oomph. No, not at all. It's it's totally It's totally neutered. We showed the faith, but there's no magic in that night. <laughs> right. So yeah, um and then Patty, Patty Smith, her version is most famous. Yeah, you got the Bruce version that came on the Promise, and he's played it live a bunch, especially on the River Tour. It became a real favorite again of his. Like he played a lot in that era, like '78, on the Darkness Tour. It seems. And yeah. Sparingly, is my interpretation, and then a ton on the River Tour. A ton on the River Tour, like almost every night. Did he play? He played it. How much did he play it on Born in the USA tour? I feel like, I feel like I've seen video. Oh, did he play it a lot then? I feel like I've, I've definitely. Seen some famous videos of uh, 
like, yeah, because there, there's there's a there's one on YouTube. I haven't watched. I've seen before. I didn't watch in preparation for this episode. Uh, forget the ones I did, uh, but uh, of uh, because the night from the '80s with like with 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 Nils, um, right? And he does like you know doing like front flips and stuff, you know, right? Uh, <laughs> which which reminds me on the on the river tour he would always do the spinning the spin yeah 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 his solo his solo was the best part of the song I think oh yeah well uh, it's yeah. right it Bruce, it was Bruce's solo and he gave it to Nils right. in later iterations but yeah what's weird is that on the river tour it was almost always um, played right before the rising like because the night and the rising were an unbreakable suite <laughs> yeah, you, like, you, when one was played, the other was Well, played. when I think because the night, I I can't I can never separate the two because yeah. the night and the rising. They just <laughs> they always seem like they always seem weird to me. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So yeah, most nights on the river tour, and then uh, oh, he actually played it a lot on on the high hopes tour, and a lot. Oh, he's played it a ton. I didn't. It's his twenty first most played song. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I guess. Oh, you were thinking. I hadn't seen it. Before. You were thinking. I thought you meant. Um, I thought you meant the original River Tour when you said that. But you meant the. No, no, no. You meant you meant the the recent River Tour. Right. For some reason, I just I maybe I hadn't seen it. I I didn't realize he had played it that much. But yeah, he played it a ton. My bad. Yeah, but like you know, I know, but yeah, he's been playing it for years. Yeah. So, um, uh, another thing, well, I did want to mention about, about Roy. Well, I'll think of the other thing. But anyway, Roy, he played on both Bruce's Promise Version and Patti Smith's. Did you know that? I, Roy plays piano. I didn't know he played Patti. That's him. I know he played, that's, yeah. that's funny because it's a different, uh, it's a, it's, the piano part is different for the, that's like one of the differences on the Patty Smith. Right, yeah. Um, and uh, and it was that, it was his performance on Patty Smith's Because of the Night, apparently, that uh, Mark Knopfler asked him to play on Making Movies. That's um, the, the uh, Dire Straits gig. Nice. Yeah. So, um, the other thing I was going to mention, uh, I've always thought it was weird, because of the way it's sung in the song, that when we talk about the song, we say, because the night. You say it weird. Like, because it's sung weird in the song. Because. Because, because. the night. You don't call it because, because. You don't call it because the night. You go, because the night. I've always thought because that Because the night. That fit, you know, it's fit into that melody. No, everybody does it. I mean, everybody, nobody says because the night. Everybody says because the night. Because. Because everybody the says night. how it's sung in the song. Like, the way it's. It's uh, uh, the syllables are broken up. Because nobody says because the night. I've never heard anybody say because the night. I think it's I say because, because the night. Be, because the night. Because the night. That's how I say because. You go down. You go. Because. Yeah, but but in the song, I always hear people say because the night, like they go up. They don't go because the night. Because. Because the night. They say because. Because the, because night. the night. Because the night. Because that's how it's sung. Because the night, but you don't. Say, but people don't say because that way. Usually, it's because. Because, because. colon the night. Be yeah, that's basically how it's said. Yeah. Because it's a uh, it's the night. 
Because the night. Because. It's, it's. That, I was, I've always thought that was funny. It's a, he's, to, yeah, he's trying to tell someone to, to uh, act like his cousin. Hey, because. 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 But, um, because, like, uh, well, because. The, uh. The night. The Beatles song, because, nobody says, because. They say, because. Because, well, that's how it's, it's not sung the same. Right, because, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying, because the way it's sung. Be- yeah. Because the way it's sung? Because the world is round. <laughs> I don't know about this. I feel like I say... You don't know? You, you, you're not buying into it? I say because the night, when I'm... You say because the night, okay. Yeah. You might be the first person I've heard that no. says because the night. I don't know. Because the night. I feel like people go up on the cause. Let's, can we get a, we probably, can we get an old, uh, do we have an old recording of, of radio DJs <laughs> introducing this song? <laughs> right. That's what we need to solve this, I think. Yeah. Anyway, the song itself, let's get in the song itself. Yeah. What should we say about it? <laughs> um, good, good, good song. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, so it's got. Well, as I should mention, I I I think of as um. I know on our list it's it's a promise song. I think of it as as um like with seeds. I think of it as as a as a live oh. seventy five eighty five orig- original. Right. That's. That's uh that's the go-to version of recording, you know. That's the go-to okay. recording I think for it. Um I love so obviously What's so great about it? Well, it's just first off, the promise I've heard it before, the, but I I haven't I didn't listen to it for this. Oh, uh, well, you've heard it live. It's it's live. I've heard it's it, the yeah. live version. It's just it's it is better live than right. Yeah, well, the promise one is too slow for one. Yeah, too slow. And its production is too, um, like it, it, it's too shiny. It's like it, it's like over. It's it's weird because it sounds like it. It sounds like it's uh, it sounds like it was like somewhere on the cutting room floor of of all the uh, darkness. Like before they got the sound the way they wanted to. Yeah, they kind of just left because they left because of the night because they're like, yeah, we're not using this, you know? And like right. like like it's it it's not not like unfinished. It sounds very finished, but it sounds like too finished. It sounds like they didn't get it right, you know? And it mm-hmm. also has like hand claps in it, but which is weird. But anyway, the live version has the solo is way better. The tempo is better. The 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 drums and the bass are are like more uh in a, are are just everything is it's more it's more live it's it's just it it sounds like the way it was meant to be played you know not not right. like produced into like everything on its own track it's just like all it's way more cohesive and together and it just it get, it's like has so much more energy and and life totally do you think that's because they're trying to give it that that kind of promise sound they're trying to Group it in with those other, ah, uh, like on the promise in the studio version, like yeah. like when they when they release when they re-release darkness. No, no, and 
The promise. Well, yeah, like, do you think just those songs, like, they tried, at the time, they tried to make it along with the, like, the little things my baby does. They tried to fit it into that mold when it really deserved a, a rock treatment, more of a rock treatment. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does need the, it needs, yeah. But I, I don't know why, because they were, they were, they were making Darkness on the Edge of Town at the time, so. Yeah, right. Um, but... However it is, it definitely shows that Jimmy Iovine put more effort into the Patti Smith, or, you know, the Patti Smith <laughs> one. Well, yeah, if, if Lenny K is to be believed, he definitely did. Yeah, right. Well, it, <laughs> I mean, because the Patti Smith recording, it's a little bit slower than I feel like the live 7585, that Patti Smith. Uh-huh. But, well, just her, her voice, she, she like, she, like, hovers above it, like, so beautifully, like, she's, like, haunting, and, but just, like, um, and obviously it's, it's a slightly different song, too, but, um, yeah, but that one, that song kicks ass, like, the Patti Smith song kicks ass, live, live Bruce kicks ass, but the promise is, it's good, I like it when it comes on, the promise, but the production just, it just feels off, it's like, the, the music and the production do, uh, they, they don't match. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. It needs it, and it um, just needs it. Just needs Bruce, just like, 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 veins popping, neck, just like, spit, spit. <laughs> it needs the spit flying, you know, rocking out, you right. know, and yelling and just in the into a mic, you know, kind of delivery. Yeah. It's just what the song calls for, and it's just, yeah, live. It's just, yeah, it's visceral. It, uh, it should be said that the, what would have, the two biggest hits written during the Darkness Sessions were both given away by Bruce. Yeah. Because of the Night and Fire. <laughs> right. Which the Pointer Sisters made famous. Uh, which is pretty funny, and uh, I the, in the books I've read, it talks about uh, kind of an intentional thing. It seems on Bruce's part. Yeah. Although he didn't say that, but it's like he he didn't want to be defined by that, like you know. Yeah. He didn't want the record to be held down by you know a huge hit and not that didn't gel with the rest of the record. Right, but know, it was only on there because it but was like, a hit. But like, if like the song, if the song, if it, if. If the the history of Bruce's career had aligned differently, or the song had been promoted, like there would have been hits off of Darkness, like if yeah, yeah, like Prove It All Night would have been a hit or something, you know, like or yeah, Badlands, or you know, there would have been a hit. Well, I mean, those songs are like minor hits, but right. Anyway, yeah. Um, so this is interesting. Um, this is kind of about that. Uh, this is from Bruce. Uh, by the end of the recording sessions, they committed something like 70 new songs to tape, knowing that at least 80% of them would end up on the reject shelf or be given away to another artist. Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes ended up with Talk to Me and Hearts of Stone, which suited Van Zant's purposes. Um, I guess he was a producer. 
But when Bruce showed up with the Elvis-inspired 50s rocker Fire and the torrid love song Because of the Night, only to re reject them both, Van Zant could only walk away grumbling. <laughs> of course. Uh... What do you mean? Bruce was constantly giving away. Bruce was constantly giving away his best stuff or not releasing it. It's all part of his thing. Well, of course. Yeah. Stevie would be angry that the biggest hits off the Promise, you know, were other artists. Yeah, right, you, right. You know, the Promise sound. Yeah. Um, Landau, even with one eye on industrial matters, publicity, radio, retail outlets, and sales, still understood Bruce's creative purpose. I think he may have suspected that if Fire had been on the album, and this probably goes for because of the night too. That would have been the hit, and that would have defined the entire album, Landau explains. He couldn't put fire on there and tell the record company that it can't be the single. He would have lost control of that. So Bruce figured better be better to be proactive and just, keep the song out of sight. Just, just don't tell anybody about this massive hit. Yeah. <laughs> or give it to someone else. It's pretty funny. Yeah, right. Like, I won't even... <laughs> I want to... Yeah, just like mutual destruction or whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it, yeah. And then there's a funny Stevie quote. Um, this is in Bruce Springsteen FAQ. All that's left to know about the boss. Um, where they're talking about around the time when the promise was finally released. There, you know, Bruce and Stevie were talking about how great all the songs are. They shouldn't. They, you know, they're. It's really an album of its own. Yeah. And Stevie says, yeah, yeah. "These cannot be considered outtakes." <laughs> yeah, Please. these are my favorites. Do not call them outtakes. Right. Or I'll fight. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, he talks about in in Bruce and the Peter Ames Carlin book. Steve, there's uh, all the there's those quotes we've mentioned before that Stevie had about uh, yeah, about the promise, how much he loved the promise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, this. What about the song itself? Yeah. Other than the piano that we talked about. Yeah, great, great piano intro. Um. I like. Uh, there's a. There's a. I don't know. What do you? You want to go through the highlights or the? Well, yeah. I'd say. Um. I. I love the lyrics. Um. But they're very different for Bruce, and that, of course, that could be that. I guess we don't know exactly what Patty wrote, what Bruce wrote. Um. Yeah. But a lot more general than he was speaking in these times, you know. Even on the darkness, he got it got more. The lyrics were more universal, but this even takes it a step further, you know. Yeah, well, so did you watch? Like. So he's there's like some in different live versions. He's uh, he's sung different uh, lyrics. Yeah, you were telling me that. So what? Do, well, do you what are you watch that like a uh, Houston? That live, yeah, the Houston '78. That one ripped. That one, great guitar in that. Yeah, one. doesn't it though? <laughs> and I like the. Yeah. I, and you know, so when he sings the chorus, he just says, "Because he just repeats because the night belongs to lovers." Oh, instead of yeah, belongs to, to lovers. Yeah, love. he just because the night belongs to lovers because the night belongs the night. to lovers because. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, no, but, uh, no, he, he, I can't remember exactly, okay, so that Houston 78 one, which we can talk, which is awesome, uh, he, like, he kind of makes it into more of a darkness, he, like, almost even a parody of a darkness song, like, a like an, an Adam Carolla take of a darkness song, where he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like because he's like, take me, 
nah, maybe here or something like that. He's like, he's like, I've been working all day, working for the man or something. He changes one of the lines to that. <laughs> yeah, so way more uh, darkness-y. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, Adam Carolla's thing, for those who don't know what we're talking about, he's, uh, he is a great... Well, him and Bill Simmons, right? Yeah, I, I, I remember uh, them they, doing that bit. Yeah, on the, the factory that... The, the factory that builds the factories closed down. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Just, you gotta look it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I really, I really love the lyrics. I always thought, actually, it was... And genius seems to support this, but other places say it's love. Belongs to lust. Belongs. The second time. Yes. Belongs to love us. Belongs to, to lust. lust. Yeah. Lost us. Different sources say different things. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's the difference. Um, yeah. Well, you know, he might have. He. I don't know. Like I said, he does change it. Like, like that one. Yeah. He might say love. He might have just a. You know, maybe Patty Smith changed it to Lust, and he he's he's yeah. since taken that. But um, the Promise version says Lust, though. The Promise version says Lust. Yeah. Um, and one site just says it's belonged to us the first time as well. Belongs to us. What is? Which isn't it. You know, like, it, it says because the night belongs to lovers, because the night belongs to us. And it just does that twice. No. But that's not what it is. No, it's lust. It's definitely not us the first lust, time. Lust, yeah. Um, yeah. I love, so, um, we talked about clunky bridges. This song is a great bridge. Oh, the, yeah, great bridge. It, it, it feels, it, uh, it doesn't feel totally cohesive, but it works. Oh, uh, it's so good, though. It I love, a little I love, yeah, but it, the melody of the bridge is just on, on point. Yeah, totally. With love, with sleep, with death, you may build this bridge. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I'm the city planner, and I approve this bridge. Yeah, and and the uh, and the uh, the build that it always leads to that mm -hmm. right that that when they the, the chorus after the bridge is always that is a uh, fiery. That's the best. It's a showstopper. Yeah. I love the Patty. Now I love on, on the Patty Smith version. I love that when the chorus after the last chorus, where she has, where she changes, where she sings like those. Uh, she has like adds like lyrics to that the second time through. The, yeah, it's yeah. She adds some lyrics. What does she say? I forget. But yeah, she says because she goes because tonight there are two lovers. If we believe in the night, we trust. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So Patty Smith, she takes it because she, she, she heard it and she it she like right. Have you heard the story? Like she was, she was like waiting for. She was like up late waiting for oh, a call yes. from from Fred Sonic. From her husband. Fred Sonic Smith. Right. Uh, of of the MC Five. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, and. The, Later, her husband. Or yeah. Her husband at the time. Yes, and also the subject of the song Frederick, the other, another Patty Smith hit. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Yeah. 
and like she's waiting so she puts the this song on and it just made her it just like that's why it like hit her that's like one version right, right? it hit her because she's waiting for she was like a fifth version of the song right well I think that's Patty's version she's lovesick and she put the yeah. song on she put the tape on from Jimmy Iovine and that's when it struck her and that's what and so she wrote it as this you know kind of repurposed it it was kind of her right her song to him, sort of. But yeah, um, so I don't know. But yeah, I like I so I like her addition to the final chorus. But even the Bruce song, the the live one especially, because after that last chorus, it's like the bridge. You just said because because you went up on cause. Did I? Because. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was probably still, yeah. Well, on the. I guess I was saying this. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um. So, the bridge chord change that last, last uh, last chorus, and then that, and then the guitar solo. Mm-hmm. So I like the Patty Smith that adds the lyrics. Bruce comes in with that fucking guitar solo after that last chorus. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an all time Springsteen. Oh yeah. That's one of his best. Yes. Um. I like the. I also like the. I like the intermediate solo. You know the where it's just the uh, the guitar and the saxophone. Yeah, the shorter one. Yeah. Yeah, where they where they bring it down and just the toms, do do do, wow 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 wow. You know that part. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. I, I, it's good. It's it's good. But, but like, if it was the only solo, it'd be like. This song is asking for more, but it's like it just like sets up the song. It kind of sets up that bridge and then bridge with fucking kick-ass bridge, like awesome chord. And it's just like this whole thing is just it's just building that is just like fucking like flaming like fireworks show climax. <laughs> just like just. Face melting, just like uh, you're just like can't contain yours. Like when it happens, when you're there, it's like it really is like one of the Springsteen songs you have to see in person. It's just like when you're there, you just feel it. Just the whole and the whole place just comes alive. You know, it's just like Bruce is into it, and the crowd. It just you. It comes like it bubbles up from inside of you, and he gets you ready for the rising. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, that's why, like I was saying, right. and I was like, I was saying, you can see that, like in that Houston '78 video, like right, like at that moment, like the, it's just like it just works the crowd up into a frenzy, right? Yeah, right. There's like a few guys rocking out the whole song, but then just no people can't contain themselves. They don't know what to do with their hands, you know. They're just like <laughs> going crazy, you know. They look like. It looks like, you know, the the home team just hit, like, a, a walk-off home run to win the World Series, you know? It's like... <laughs> just you four, it's just, yeah. You just won the 78 Astros and won the World Series. Yeah, you're right. It's just, like, this euphoric. I can't even name a 78 Astro to hit the home run to win, <laughs> to win the World Series. Who did win the 78 World Series? Hold on, I can do this. It was... I can go back no, no, to no, 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 78, 78 was not, was it the Yankees, or was it the Dodgers, it was the Yankees or the Dodgers, because there's, the Bronx's burning was, that was the 77 team, right, Yeah. okay, so then right. they won it again the next year, I'm pretty sure, 
Okay, let's see. Check me. That's correct. <clears throat> yes. They won in six against the Dodgers. Yeah. I think I can go 85 is the last one. I, I can do everything 80, since 85, but then... 84, wow, 84 is the Tigers, 83 is the Orioles. Uh-huh. 82 is the Phillies, Phillies Brewers, I believe. 81, I'm not sure. Let's see how far back Seth can go. I'm not sure about I can't remember the 81 World Series. <laughs> I, kn- oh. I know it. Maybe Dodgers. It might be Dodgers. I think 81 is the Dodgers. Not positive about it. Yep. Yep. And 80. Let's see how far back. Let's see how, yeah, let's do this. 80. <laughs> We're past the hour mark, so... I don't know. Yeah. I don't... 80. 80 is going to be my stumbling block. <laughs> no, because um, I know... I think 79 is the pirate. 79 is the pirates, for sure. We are family. Um, okay. But 80 is... Um, who won the 80 World Series? God damn it. I mean, this was just... You know, don't come at me, baseball fans. This was nine years before I was born. Um, <laughs> but if I thought, if I went through, like, each team, like, no, not them, not them, not them. Right. Uh, it wasn't... Uh, um, um, it wasn't the A's. Let's get a guess. What? Let's just get a guess. Yeah, I just said A's, but I know that's wrong. Is that your guess? Yeah, I know it's wrong. No, Phillies. Phillies, of course, Mike Schmidt, yeah. Phillies over the Royals. Right, well, Philly, oh, so they won, oh, right, so they won in 80 and 82. 80, no, Cardinals. Cardinals 82, that's that's what I got, (laughs) that's what I got mixed up. Cardinals beat the Brewers in 82, yeah, and the Phillies beat the Royals in 80. Mm. Yeah, because I thought they only won one in that Schmidt era. Anyway. Okay, so, um, so because of the night, uh, what do you think of the 10,000 Maniacs version? Good. They covered it on their Unplugged album. Yeah. Yeah. I like the violin solo. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. And anything Natalie Merchant sings sounds like angels to me. I love Natalie Merchant. Yeah, although she she has a fake accent. I, I mean, I've never thought uh, I've never. She sings with a fake accent. Is, I've never thought of her as singing like sounding like she's from Ireland, like you did. Yeah, she's just like acting. She sings like she has a brogue. Merchant does sound like a Irish or British last name, but. Yeah, I'm. I I guarantee you, there's within a few generations, grew up in Ireland. Is that good enough for you, or um, she's she's kind of a poser. She, I think she's a poser. Oh fuck! No, I. She has a good. She um, has a good voice. Even if she left after that album, after the MTV Unplugged. Oh, that was her last release with them. Couldn't. And uh, that's as good as we get, guys. Yeah, I, which I don't get. Like. Like, cause her solo stuff isn't that good. It's okay, but it, but Ten Thousand Maniacs, man, they were just great. Um, and they still tour actually. Although there's like two with, original members, like, without the bassist and the keyboardist or something. Without the yeah. singer, though. Without Natalie Merchant, right? Right. right. Um, and uh, for the longest time, I thought that they had a male lead singer now because her name is Oscar. 
that I just assumed Oscar's a guy. So I thought they were like, why would you have a guy sing her parts? But no, it's it's actually it's a girl named Oscar. Um, and I'm sure they're I'm sure they're good shows and everything. And they they've come to the Twin Cities area. But it's like last show. It was a few months ago. I thought about going, but it was like sixty dollars to see a Natalie Merchantless Ten Thousand Maniacs, <laughs> and it was like a half hour drive. Damn. Also, yeah. So, I just don't get. And it's not like she's, like, it's not like she's huge without Ten Thousand Maniacs. It's not like it's Beyonce. <laughs> it's Beyonce, Destiny's Child situation. No, uh, on a, she plays it the is zoo. on a she on a smaller zoo by herself. On a smaller scale, it is a Beyonce Destiny's Child situation. You think? Her, you think there's more Natalie Merchant fans than Ten Thousand Maniacs? Uh, maybe not fans. Now? Not now, probably not. But at the time, but she like '90s. She had more commercial success, I think, solo. Really? Yeah. I know that first album was big. Yeah, I, I think so. Okay, maybe you're right. But um, but I think everybody would agree. Everybody who's listened to it, like Ten Thousand Maniacs, that's that's where she belongs. So I think she should join. They should do a reunion. I don't think it'll happen. Just a a one-off or something. Yeah, but and one of the problems is that the other guy, I think she wrote a lot of the songs with Rob Buck, the guitarist. Ten Thousand Maniacs and R.E.M. were friends, both the guitarist. Werner Buck, Buck, yeah. Uh, Anyway, he died. Uh, Um, So they get get Peter Buck to fill in. They should get Peter Buck to fill in. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Problem solved. Um, And have have you heard the R.E.M. and Natalie Merchant song? Photograph. Have I shown you that? Have I heard that? It it was like a automatic for the people outtake, or at least recorded in that era. I think it, it was eventually like included on her best of. I have heard that. But yeah, that's one of my I favorite think. REM songs. It's just it's one of your it's favorite just, REM songs. Mm-hmm. Photograph with with Natalie Merchant. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's also one of your favorite Weezer songs. It's also one of my favorite Nickelback Nickel- songs. <laughs> That's what I was going to say that next. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's, it's a great Weezer it song. It might be, uh, well, I was kidding about that part, but I mean, it's, it's, pretty, it's, it's fine, but uh, it might be, as, of, the, of the ones I've heard, because like, there's the ones that are like, Obviously, the chugga riffs that we like to make fun of that are more way, right. way more amusing to us as like yeah. hilariously bad Nickelback songs, but <laughs> but but I think Photograph <laughs> might actually be the worst Nickelback song I've ever heard. Because, <laughs> it's up there. It's awful. It's like set to, It's like at least be like dumb cockrockers. Don't try to be fucking <laughs> sentimental. Oh my god, that's the worst. <laughs> Oh, they're even yeah, they're, Nickelback is sentimental. They're, they're, oh. they're, that is, they are, they, it, it proves that they have what like. What the hell was on Joey's head? <laughs> it just proves that they do not, un, they have no grasp of actual human emotions. <laughs> like, of like. <laughs> right. Like, it proves it more than their other songs because at least they're not like trying to. Right. To. <laughs> They're just trying to be Nickelback usually, but oh my god, yeah. Nickelback! But uh, I think for the Nickelback song of the week podcast, "Photograph" is a big one because they actually say a name, so they can do it, gave it a name. Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't know if there's any other Nickelback songs that would say a name. <laughs> That's a good point. It's all it's all the it's all the royal you on every other Nickelback. Song. <laughs> it's all royal you. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> 
even a, even a song about um, um a specific murder didn't name that. They still use the royal <laughs> That's you. That's true. That's true. You could have worked in a name. What? They, what are you doing? He, they even mentioned. What was they the even mentioned that wants the, to do its name? Your brother watched. The... Your brother watched you do it. What's his name? <laughs> say his name. They're so they're so starved on Nickelback song of the week for names that they say, yeah, we'll count your brother. That's specific enough. <laughs> oh man, I'm glad nobody knows what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, so, anything else about Because of the Night? Yeah. What else? Uh, I wish Nickelback covered it. Yeah, me too. Damn. That would have been great. Let's see. I know there are a lot of covers. We should see who else has covered it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you know what I find interesting about this song is it's kind of is, um, between the reasons, kind of between I like darkness and those the pop songs, and maybe like why that. Uh -huh. It's like it's like the the vocal Bruce's vocal delivery is very like dark. And it's like kind of a sweet love song, but it's it's kind of it's kind of menacingly sung. You know, it's kind of like it has this haunting yeah, it tone is, yeah, to it. Definitely, I agree. But also, it is a little bit like yeah, kind of like not like. To be taken maybe as a pure love, because you know it's like because the night, you know, it's talking about kind of like the 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 seedy side of like romance, you know, and it, because the night belongs right. to lust, you know, and I think like right. I don't know, it's it's cool, it's just it's just a super, yeah. it's a cool song. The song, the first half, cool the first half of the song is just it's like a cool love, it's like a badass. Yeah, love song. it's a badass. The first half of that's what's so great. It's like the first half of the song is just cool. And then the and then like the bridge and that chorus and the guitar solo, it's just like, bah, like oh, it, right. it's just like unleashes badassness. But at first, it keeps its cool first. Totally. Yeah. Um, in 2013, for Record Store Day, Garbage and Screaming Females combined to do a cover of Because Now. Oh, I was I I want to hear that one. Yeah. Yeah. We've t we've talked garbage on the have we, right. I, I think I thought I mentioned. I think I might have mentioned them before. Not before. I, I uh, the Water Boys. Garbage has kind of garbage has like become like a like a relic of the '90s. You know, kind of like oh, like they're like so '90s, sure. but unfairly so. Garbage was a good band. Oh yeah, no, they're they're better than yeah. Better than their reputation. They're their, better like, than just being a '90s nostalgia band. Yeah. Right. Yeah, version 2.0 is a really good album. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, we were talking before the podcast about Sonic Youth. Sonic Youth did the cover. Um, the other album, Washing Machine. Oh, yeah, I know Washing. The first song is a reworked version of Because of the Night. It's just called Because B U C B E C U Z. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I know Washing Machine. Um, not that well, obviously, but, um, <laughs> huh. yeah. Um, and that's all for the notable ones, it seems. Although, uh, Michael Sipe would come on to, uh, do a version on the Vote for Change tour. He would come on to do it with Bruce. Uh, nice, nice. Man, oh, okay. I wish I had, I wish I had been that's, I wanna... not 15 in 2004. There's got to be a bootleg of that somewhere. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, 
Yeah. That would have been just the that would have been the tour to end all tours for me. Yeah. It's true. Well, you can talk about the time we missed the National Modest Mouse and REM at Red Rocks. It still hurts too much. <laughs> Ten years later. Why'd you have to go to Boston? Couldn't couldn't you plan a trip to Boston another time? I know. Yeah. Yeah. Man. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> well, now now we're seeing the National Red Rocks again. Yeah, that's true. Except for it a little. <laughs> we'll never see it. Although not Boxer Era National opening for REM. With and Johnny Marr was with Modest Mouse then. Oh my God! And he came on to do "Fall on Me" with with REM at that show. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah, making it worse. Right. Yeah, I, you know. yeah, it was actually voted the greatest concert of all time by Rolling Stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, it might have been. Uh, it made a bit, yeah. For us, I have, have you ever, have you ever watched, have you ever watched uh, any videos from that? No. I've, I've, yep. Yeah, I've gone back and watched. Like I've, I've watched like the man on the man on the moon from that show. And you're a masochist. Yeah, I know. I've seen a couple. I've seen a few clips of. <laughs> it looks pretty good. Pretty good. Seems, yeah, seems like a good show. Yeah. Not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would have enjoyed ourselves, I think. <laughs> Would, would, have been, would have enjoyed. Would have enjoyed. Yes. <laughs> up our alley. You could. You might up say. Our alley. Uh, well, but you know, we never had another chance to see Death Cab for Cutie. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only like eighty-seven times. I could. Right. <laughs> sometimes now. Oh, man. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes now yeah. Now I go. Ah, Death Cab for Cutie's in town. Do I want to see them? Eh, sure. Maybe. Right. <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe I won't. You know, like. Yeah. Right. Uh, Nineteen-year-old Alex and Seth. Yeah. Oh well. We pity thee. <laughs> it was a very nineteen-year-old choice to pick Death Cab. Very nineteen-year-old choice. Yeah. Um. Oh well. But we would have chosen. I think we would have chosen REM. I think so too. Yeah. 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 We. Um, we had just. What else? Anything else? We we were we had just made a trade. A, a trade in which I, I for a T-shirt for several albums, many of which were REM albums. And the shirt was later released and signed to uh, the vet minimum by you. Yeah, he did. He did, and he actually restored restored his value and then got another decent contract at the end of his career. Yeah. Right. Like a maybe maybe like Isaiah couldn't it could never live up to the like the weight of expectation of all those REM CDs right. it could ne he could never live up to that no. expectation from me so and then it was kind of got that reputation around it was league. Isaiah Thomas he got traded in the it was Isaiah Thomas that was are you saying after this year with the Nuggets he's gonna go back to the to the Celtics yeah we're on a huge deal on a good deal yeah he's gonna have a a comeback season with the Nuggets and. <laughs> Yeah, I, I meant to ask you about that. Yeah. What? Do, what? How do you feel about that, Isaiah Thomas? Is this pod fodder? I don't know. Yeah, why not? Um, we don't have gave it a name this week. Sure. So we can. So yeah. So basket. That's true. When we don't have gave it a name, we go to give it a name. When we don't have gave it a hey, name. what should we call our baby? Give it a name. Uh, how about Isaiah Thomas? <laughs> Hopefully, we'll be a basketball player. <laughs> yeah. The other Isaiah Thomas. Um, yeah. Um. What do I think about it? So what's what does uh, locked on nuggets 
hosted by Seth Lichtenstein. Think about it. <laughs> there is a lock. I listen to Lockdown Nuggets. Yeah, I know. yeah, um, yeah. I, I've come around to it. I, I mean, it's such low risk that, like, if he's, we could, yeah, we, was it like two million? Yeah, like when someone said, I was like, oh my god. Well, because I was, I wanted, I was, I was excited for backup point guard Monte Morris, you know, to get his. Oh yeah. And, but but we signed Monte Morris to a three year contract, so I'm happy about that. Mm. After so, I thought we might be back on two A status, which I was going to be not happy about. So he is a nugget this year. That's good, and I okay. think he. I think they might both be able to play. Uh, you know, it's good to have three point guards, and Isaiah Thomas is a scorer. But uh, yeah, so I'm coming around on it. I think you know, I think if 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 he's if he's just between last year and the year before, he'll be a very good, like, right. And we kind of and the Nuggets need. Um, the Nuggets need an offensive spark plug for when Jokic goes out and stuff. So. Um, Mm. Uh, our uh, our bench might have been hurting without it, uh, so hopefully he'll be good, be somewhat healthy. Yeah, I think it's a good fit. Yeah, I think it should be a good fit. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm I'm so excited for this next NBA season. Me too. Although the West is going to be a bloodbath. It is going to be. We're making we're making the fucking playoffs. If we have to do it at the expense of well, so are we. If we have to so do it, we. If we have to do it at the expense so of the don't... Timberwolves. We will do it. So. <laughs> no. how, this night, no more. We've been, we're not missing by one game three years in a row, goddammit. I think, uh, yeah, man. I think, we're, yeah, we're going to make it, but we'll be like the seven or eight seed. Oh, God. I think, I mean, I, my friend today said things, and I was like, I was pumping the brakes on this, but it's a good case. He's like, we're going to be better than, he's like, we're going to finish higher than the Lakers. Um,. I can see I it. I can see it too. The Lakers team is horribly constructed, but that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lance Stevenson and Javale McGee. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, Rondo. That's weird. But I think, uh, but they do. They will get improvement from their young players, and they do have LeBron. Right. Um, that always helps. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was really hoping that that the Spurs would trade Kawhi out of the conference. They did, but then of course they get Demar Derozan back. You know, I didn't expect I, anything. I think like that. the Spurs. I think the Spurs could be the odd, of, of the nine from. You think still? I think even with. I think the Spurs could be the team that the Lakers kick out, and then of course there's another team the Nuggets are going to oh. kick out. So you know. Right. Not us. So. Maybe Minnesota. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I think the Spurs could be out this year. We'll see. I mean, never doubt. I, I hope so. Hard to hard to doubt yeah. the Spurs, but. Yeah, right. Uh, but I don't love. I don't know. They and they traded Danny Green in that trade too. And they lost Parker. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. But I don't know. I I'm not. Marcus Aldridge is so fucking overrated, and um, can't he made second team All NBA? I still can't get over that. <laughs> um, you know, it's just I. Just be as a fan of a team with the most underappreciated player in the league. I just, yeah, right. I just, I'm sure that one hurt for you. Yeah, I just, uh, every, I, every, every time a center gets mentioned, and I'm like, I'm always like, and Jokic, and Jokic, <laughs> and Jokic. He's better than all of them. <laughs> um, yeah, but you do my move that I did when I got out of the car. Yeah, and Jokic. Yeah. Man, no, I, with, you're like, 
Yeah, those people are lucky that they just got the standard Seth, because if actual Seth would have been there, I would have ran down the road and been like, what the fuck are you doing? What the f- <laughs> I know. I oh. still would like to know. I want to know what, what they were trying to do. Yeah. What was going through that? I would have got... I, if you're going to do a bold move like that, at least look. Like, look to see if another car is in the other lane. That oh, yeah. Cross over. I would got that know, woman's face. Do a dangerous move like that. The husband would have probably would have probably try, had to fight me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kids, oh, man. kids are crying. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we don't turn into oncoming traffic. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, oh, I, I forgot to mention the best part of the story. Oh yeah. The, the most ironic part. Uh, after they talk to the cops, they just drive off. Their bumper's hanging a little off. But their car was fine. Their car's fine. At at, at yeah, just the bump. It drove off, and just the bumper was hanging. Seriously, off. after just that high speed bumper. collision. Yeah. What kind of car was it? It was like a white minivan. Minivan. So they had room. They owed. They owed you a. They owed you a trip to Sioux City. They did. They did have room. That's true. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> Hey, yeah, hey, assholes, where are you going? You think I did, You think I was just? You think I was just out for a <laughs> joyride? I had a destination. You ruined my car. You're taking me now. <laughs> your destination is now your destination because you're taking me to mine. Yeah. All right. We're 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 littering this. I hope you enjoy Sioux City. We're littering this podcast. I hope you like Incubus. <laughs> we're we're littering this podcast with jokes that the uh, the listener has no. <laughs> There's no what idea what we're new? talking about. Sounds like about. we're in mid-season four yeah, here right, at right. Song of the Week. True. Destination. <laughs> All right, time for the ranking? Yeah. Seth, you know the ranking ain't a one-way street. Thunder Road mentions two lanes, and I know where you'll probably put that next week. You wanna rank it real low, like Under gave it a name. But you can't have a podcast with one guy, so I guess let's collaborate. Take them as they come, ranks highly in my poll. So do roll of the dice and lion's den I'll reveal it on the show Reveal it on the show My list, this, this, the list, this, this Will not let you down My list, this, this, the list, this, this Will not let you down You want a meeting over back streets I guess I should wear the pants and you think the best song on Tunnel of Love is fucking walk like a man. I'll scour all of Google for a song worse than Sad Eyes. And while I do that, I'll find a better list from some random guy. I love Maria's bed because I can't hear sound. The one thing we have in common is keeping Big Muddy down. Keeping Big Muddy down. My list, 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 list will not let you down. My list, 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 list will not let you down. 
My list, 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 list will not let you down. My list, 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 list will not let you down. Okay, Seth, time for the ranking. Uh, hopefully we're not like 80 spots apart this time. <laughs> Whatever we were. Yeah. It was like 55 or something. It's ridiculous. Um, and we've discussed that because of the night, you know, it's got the studio version, the live version. We prefer the live version. Um, but we've decided we will be rating, we will be ranking this as the 10,000 Maniacs rendition. <laughs> right. All these yes, exactly. <laughs> um, no, we'll, we'll, the best version. Right. As you put it. So, the song's potential. Yeah. As, well, um, as, okay, not, so, not potential, as, as we know it. Not potential, but I mean... As we know it's, it. Yeah, this, the best possible version. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, um, so on three? Yeah. One, two, three, this My Father's land. House. Okay, see, so well, not too far, Okay. I have it at 26, you have it at 18. Yeah, I, I waffled a lot here, but, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, just Jackson Cage was the first one that was like, all right, this is better than Jackson Cage. Um, you know me and, and take it as they come. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, this, this land is better. Yeah. Um, but I could put it, I could put it, I could put it below take them as they come. I'd be fine with that. That'd be our, our average, actually. That's true. I like that spot for it's it. It's better because the night it's got to go above take them as they come. And the does it have that baseline? Does it have that Gary baseline? No. In the Pantheon. So, then it's not. It's, it's yeah. But it's got the Bruce guitar does solo. Does it have a part where only Max keeps the song alive? <laughs> no. Was it our first episode? It was not our first episode. That's true. Did we did we air Bruce this one drunkenly? The night before the Phoenix show? Um, no, but... It, I'm not positive we did. Wait, I'm like, um... We may no. have. I don't think so. Huh. Um, uh, yeah. I, I almost put it below... I thought about putting it below Blood Brothers... Mm-hmm. But didn't. I didn't think about putting it below Take Them As They Come. It. So what do you think? Guitar solo. Life staple. Take Them As They Come. What? Classic. Classic Bruce. The equivalent. <laughs> classic. The equivalent of. The equivalent of. The. Your your team just the equivalent of your team hitting a walk off home run to win the World Series. Hmm. You know, I would. I feel like though that take him as they come is the equivalent of the the 2004 Red Sox, because. <laughs> You know, you think they're dead. You think the song's done, but Max keeps it going, and that's like that's like uh, they're down three zero. Who stole the bass? Uh, that's like Dave, Dave Robertson. Roberts. The bass is uh, 
Max keeping it alive. And then Gary comes in. That's when they Steve, that's get David like 17 or, runs in that, game five or whatever. Not 17 runs. That's when that's like David or, David Ortiz's walk-off home run. Or, David Ortiz's walk-off, yeah. Or when Gary it, comes in. Yeah. <laughs> that's what taking was the coming. <laughs> but you're right. Because the night is the 78 Astros winning <laughs> in an alternate dimension. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I bet they were terrible, too. I, I can't... Right, I, I wanted to look up... I can't name a... It's the 1978 Houston Astros. Like, was Nolan Ryan on the... Nolan Ryan might have been on the 78 Astros. No, he was an angel. Astros. I feel like this has happened before that we that we went to a specific season of a team. Like, did we do, like, the 83 A's or something? The Rangers. I don't know why. The Rangers. The Rangers. We were looking at the Rangers oh, for some reason. Well, <laughs> it was the Rangers. Uh, they were 74 and 88, so not good. Okay, but and they were okay. Nolan Ryan was on, was on the Angels in 78. Not terrible. What? Oh, uh, Joe Necro. Phil Necro. Oh, Astros. the Hall of Fame. They, they, they oh, no, not, not Phil Necro. Uh, sorry, Joe Necro. Joe Necro. Uh, well, still. I I, his brother, I guess? Yeah. They had a Necro. His okay. Um, Bruce Bochy was a catcher for the 78 Nice. Astros. Um, when you type in Bruce on podcasts, ours comes up like fifth, but the Bruce Bochy show, I think, is fourth. On iTunes. Yeah. Um, oh, Jesus Alou. Uh, so they, they had they had the wrong brother. They have Joe Negro <laughs> and Jesus Alou. And they had Jose Cruz. Is that Jose Cruz Jr.'s dad, I guess? Um, yes, it's Jose Cruz Jr.'s dad. <laughs> so a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of relatives. Oh, yeah, a lot of uh, baseball families on the 78 Astros. Right, yeah. Um, Luis Pujols. I don't think that's Albert. We're related to Albert, but no, it is cousin of Albert Pujols. Oh my God! <laughs> what a team this could have been. If the, the, this the wrong. Imagine, they existed in the wrong time. Imagine the relatives. Imagine if the relatives of this team. Well, I mean, jo- in it, I, jo- I, I jokingly said in an alternate universe, this team was great, and they were. They were. Well, Joe Negro was good. The Joe Negro. Okay. Yeah. Oh, another one. Uh, Ken Forsh, his brother Bob Forsh, I'm guessing. Brother of Bob Forsh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I... Um, who was a cardinal. I did not know about Luis Pujols, which... Me neither, yeah. Uh, his brother Bob, who also pitched for the Astros, hurled two no-hitters while with the St. Louis Cardinals, making them the only set of brothers to pitch no-hitters. Luis Pujols has a career batting average of 193, and he was in the league. Wow! And he was in the league for nine years. <laughs> he taught Albert everything he knows. <laughs> and also, how are they cousins? He's so much older. I know he played in '78. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's he's like he's how old's Pools? Like thirty five? No, he's older than that. Yeah, you're right. Two thousand I think he's forty. No, he's not forty. I think he's forty. No, he was born in eighty, I think. Let me thirty eight. I was gonna yeah, say thirty eight sounds yeah, right. Yeah, he's thirty eight. Yeah, he's thirty eight. 
38. It's just the length of his contract makes me think he must have been younger than he was when he signed it. But nope. Yeah. Nope. They just right. they just gave a 33-year-old or whatever a 10-year contract. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So, anyway, Luis Pujols, his cousin is 24 years older than him. Wow, that's crazy. I thought you were going to say anyway because of the night. But, no, anyway, Luis Pujols. <laughs> As we as we were let's get back to let's get back to where we were on this show. Uh, Louis anyway, Luis Pujols. Luis Pujols. <laughs> <laughs> let's rein it back in. One ninety three. <laughs> uh, Jose Cruz. Wow, that is an incredible team. Um. <laughs> um. So uh. So what what do we say? Blood Brothers will take them as they come. Uh, because the night's better than take them as they come. Fine, okay. All right. Uh, well, street, Streets of Philadelphia is right there. I want to mention this. I recently uh, you, figured out that Neil Young, you know, we talk about they had the, the Philadelphia soundtrack. Bruce had Streets of Philadelphia. Neil Young had Philadelphia. Right. They had the Dead Man Walking soundtrack. Bruce had Dead Man Walking. Neil Young had Dead Man. <laughs> and there's an intense rivalry between the two. Right. And there's also two more songs in the Neil Young and Bruce Springsteen uh, discography that share the exact two names. Wrecking Ball, right, uh, and Long Walk Home. Uh, Mansion on the Hill is also a Mansion on the Hill. Yes, <laughs> of course. That is crazy. Um, I think there is something there. All right. So, what's our spot? What's that area? So, we got. Is this one eighteen? Yeah. There are 118 Bruce Springsteen songs, mostly randomly selected. We have decreed that the 20th best of this random sample is Blood Brothers. 21st, Because the Night. Did I say it? Did I do it there? You did it there, yeah. yes. Because the Night. And 22nd, Take Them As They Come. That's disputed, but uh, it's like totally recognized by uh, well the entire unit. But uh, let's not get into we'll, let's not get into the disputed. Okay. All right. You're right. Okay. Um, all right, Seth. Um, I guess it's time for the roll of dice. And who else would play us in but Luis Pujols? Yeah, I was hoping for Crystal Taliaferro, but hip. Okay, now that we're done looking up the 2003 Detroit Tigers in between segments, it's time for the roll of the dice. Um, we will see which song that features the word night will be our song next week. What do we have left? We've done Prove It All Night. We have Night. We could do Night. Spirit in the Night. Yeah. We've done something in the night. Um, there's lots we could still There's lots of right, nights. Right, there's still plenty of nights. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's there's a massive amount of nights. <laughs> sure. Which, by the way, the whole city just released two more songs. I. So. Album album imminent. I don't know. They've re they've now released three 
three uh, double-sided singles. So there's six songs. They just need two more, really, and then they could have a ten-song album. They Maybe they'll do that. You know, like the Pixies did that with Indie Cindy, kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. They have that, and they have that one song with all the with all the Denver locations in it. Um, yeah, well, I forget. I think it was Eureka. I think yeah. Was it Eureka? Yeah. Like, like normally, I mean, they drop a lot of locations, but usually street names are reserved for Minneapolis streets. <laughs> right, right. But now, now they now Denver street names have made the. Except they refuse to play Denver. Yeah. Well. Lately, same with Minneapolis. Right. All right. Let's. Before, anyway, Luis Pujols. Um, anyway, Luis Pujols. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, are we ready? Yeah, let's get that first roll. <laughs> a one or five. That is a well-fingered one. <laughs> okay, uh, so we're going one through 60. This was also a one. Yes. So we got, there's a strong potential for a knight. That's what that means. Strong knight potential. It's true. Yeah. All right, let's get that second roll. All right. Are you not going to say the, the bounds? I, 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 think, I think Louise Pujols bumped that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good call on our part. Um. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's a two. So that means we're going from 11 to 20. All right. You, um, that you are going to have to tell me. Now I'm going to do the bounds. Uh, oh, wow, okay. We're going outtakes, I think. Right. 11 is Arabian Nights. Nights! Sounds like that. It sounds like oh, nights. Um, weren't you saying maybe that strip club was called Hawaiian Nights? No, I don't know what it's called. No, you weren't. Oh, uh, twenty is Winter Song, which we've had, which we've done. Yeah, we've done a few in here. Right. This is um. This is greetings and this is seventy. Right. This is uh, two hearts and true waltz time territory. Yes. All right. Yeah, these are long, wordy songs, mostly. Yeah. All right, call it. All right, so, um, okay. Now the flip of the coin. I'm going to say heads. It was... Just because I want that. Tails. Oh, fuck. All right, so uh, 16 to 20. Uh, a one this week would be The Lady and the Doctor. Nice. Two, Street Queen. Yes. Three, Two Hearts and True Waltz Time, which would be reset. Four would be Visitation at Fort Yes, Horn. my we'll song. <laughs> Five would be winter song. That's a reset. Six is a reset. So three, five, or six is a reset. Visitation. Otherwise, we're getting a seventy-three outtake. Oh man, these songs all have the best titles. All right. Yes. Here we go. It's a two. Street queen. Street queen. Well, we didn't get a knight, but we got a street. A street is just as valuable as a knight. Yes, that's true. Now we'll get a bunch of streets in a row. Uh huh. Okay, um, so that is the Springsteen Song of the Week podcast. Thank you for listening to our Because the Night And it's episode. another queen, too. There is, and we've done it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, yeah, check us out on Facebook, SoundCloud, all that stuff. And we'll see you next week for Street Queen of the Supermarket. Three queens!
What? What's the other one? Mary Queen of Arkansas. Oh, I was thinking Queen of the Supermarket. I thought you were thinking that too. I should have yeah, been. Wow, there are three queens. Wow. And we will have done them all. Yeah, I mean, wow. Okay, see you next week. Because the game belongs to the